From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward Weitz, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome to Wednesday, hump day, middle of the week. This is game time, your first word in sports. Tom and Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we kick off a uh, a brand new day and lots to, lots to talk about and lots to get to today. Let's... Uh, Go zipping around the horn real quick and check in. Ward, how you doing this morning? Good. And Ryan, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Tom? Terrific. Terrific. Ready to go. Uh, big day. Uh, Josh Neighbors on the program talking about the national championship game and maybe look at a little basketball as well. Jeff Wilson from Frogs Today will join us. And uh, we'll have Jeff talking TCU and, and Georgia. And, uh, and who knows what else we'll get to today. So it's kind of the... Uh, the the plan for today have, have you given tcu and georgia a whole lot of thought yet ward i know the game is monday night we've still got a few days but i, I was just thinking about the game in in not so much the x's and o's of it but you know we we talked a little bit about it yesterday but the meaning of this game for tcu they're looking for a championship for the first time since what 38 or 39 something 38. like that 38 so wow i mean this is this is this is a this is a huge a huge event for the frog and I mean it's big for Georgia too they're looking for back-to-back championships and anytime you get a chance to to play for a title that's that's big but man just uh you know it's Georgia's looking to repeat and TCU is how do you look at TCU going into this one I I think it's it's an opportunity for TCU to you know put a finishing touch on a Cinderella season. Uh, it, it's been it's been kind of a magical run for the Frogs. Um, and, and they have, you know, they put themselves in a position to, to I don't want to say shock the world, but maybe shock the world. I, I think last week was very eye-opening for a lot of people because nobody gave TCU much of a chance in this ballgame. Look, they didn't have a great year last year. They oh, made they coaching. A, they had an awful year yeah. last year. And they and they made a coaching change. Mid-season coaching change. Yeah. They uh fired a guy that has a statue at the stadium. <laughs> exactly. There there was a lot of things and and Sonny Dykes makes the move from from Dallas over to Fort Worth. Who saw this coming? And then when you look at their their as the season played out, how many times did you think, okay, ah, TCU's about to drop a game? There's no way TCU gets out of this one. They're down way too big. You know, it's a great year, but you know, they're going to lose this one. But they didn't. They just kept on winning, didn't they? They just found they a way. Found a way. Found a way to get it done. And I, I mean, that's, and that's what the, good teams do. Yeah, that's the only way to describe it, is they found a way to win games and put themselves in this position. Nobody gave them a chance against Michigan. Nobody, you know, Hey, it's been nice, but I, I just don't embarrass us and, and it'll be a great year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sure. I, they're headed to LA. They are. 
I mean, it's pretty important. And, and it's a full team effort, too. Yeah, it takes, you know, it takes everybody. They, they played about as good a defense as you could play the other night. And so, and they've got some playmakers on offense. I, I'm excited about this game. I really am. I think, I think TCU, I think they have a chance. I don't, I don't know how many talking heads will give them a chance in this one, but I think if, if Joseph Gillespie can dial up something else like he did last week against a very good Georgia offense, who knows what can happen. Hang around and, and, and see if you, if you have a fighting chance at the end. It's kind of what we said against Michigan, right? Just hang around and see what happens. Well, they did more than hang around. They, they punched him right in the mouth. Why, why would you not, at this point, give TCU a chance? I mean, every time you said, well, you know. Because if, it's the if same. last week didn't, didn't. Because it's the same thing that people have been saying since, oh, I don't know, week five of the season. Oh, isn't that cute? Isn't that cute what TCU's doing? I mean, really, a lot of people have been looking at them like that. And, and we've talked about And they've about just it. clawed their way up. The league was as deep as it's maybe ever been. There was not an open week in this conference this year. Everybody was a good football team. There were They may not have been a great football team, but they were a good football team. And you had to play. You had to play your brains out every week in this league. And they found a way to get it done. And... You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday afternoon. I said, why would you not think that they have a legitimate chance to win? And I know it's not a blue blood, and I know it's not a marquee matchup. Because. You just answered your own question. I, but it's ridiculous. Is it, it? Yes. Okay. To look at the. If you can't look at their body of work and say, hey, look, that's a good football team. Then I'm not real sure what you're looking at. Now, they may go get blown out, but that's. But the rest of the country is not going to look at it like that. They're just not. Those talking heads, as you referred to just a few minutes ago, if they can't go through that list of football games and look at some of the statistical information concerning this football team and come to the conclusion that they can play, you know. Now, we said it a couple of weeks ago. We all felt like Georgia was clearly the best team of the country. Mm -hmm. And I still do. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that if, if TCU plays well and, and Georgia doesn't play to their expectation, that TCU can't win the football game. Georgia didn't play a great game Saturday. They played well enough to win. Yeah, they had, they had to claw their way back into that one. Yeah. They fell early 14 nothing. And, and they were chasing just about the whole day. So I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be exciting stuff. Uh, we're going to talk some Baylor basketball. Baylor women yesterday or last night, that's a huge win for Nikki Collins' team. Huge. Went on the road and defeated Oklahoma and jumped out, jumped all over them in the first period. I think they were up 17, something uh, like that. 21-5 to five at the end of the first. Yeah. And, you know, just – Got it done. Sarah Andrews with a humongous day. Uh, Caitlin Bickle, double-double. And now, 
particularly in the second half, man, there was a bunch of fouls called in that game. Both teams had players fouling out. But at the end of the day, they survived, get the win, and, and move on. And we'll talk about that coming up in a few minutes. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, Kansas and Texas Tech played a heck of a game. Texas and Kansas State and Texas, they blew up the scoreboard. What was that all about? What was it, 116, 103? Yeah, a new Big 12 record. Yeah. We'll First get... time since 99 broke that record. Well, I, 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 I watched part of it, and then I don't know what I, I moved on to something else, and I and looked at it this morning, and the first thing I thought of was, that game had to go overtime because I'm going to tell you, uh, Kansas State was thumping Texas at the break. And then I looked and saw the score, the final score. I said, that had to be an OT game. And then you go, look, and it's not. So we'll talk about that, all that stuff coming up as well. Uh, let's, let's get into the DeMar Hamlin thing uh, again this morning. And, and again, I'm not a doctor and don't want to play one, but it appears to me, getting the information that we're getting, that this may be a positive for for Hamlin. His uncle mentioned that instead of 100% oxygen, he's now needing only 50% oxygen. I got to believe that that's, that's a positive sign for, uh, for DeMar Hamlin. You would think so. so yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, his uncle? Dorian Glenn talked about the uh, the situation and, and, and their family situation, quite frankly. We're watching it on TV, and his little brother was there with us. And um, when he seen his brother drop like that, and when I tell you I've never seen him crash, scream like that, like we were trying to calm him down, like, yo, it's okay. You know, he'll going to get back up. He'll be back in the game. You know, we'll do the woo. Next thing you know, it's 10 minutes later, they're doing chest compressions. It's a half hour later. They still not playing yet. I'm like, yo, what's going on? What's wrong with my nephew? And then, like, when I say, like, now we were all in the room crying, man, we were all in tears, man. And I'm not a crier, but, like, I, I never crashed so hard in my life, man, just just to know, like, like my nephew basically died on the field and they brought him back to life. I mean, that's just heartbreaking. And to see all those grown men crying and all the emotion, Man, it just—it it really was a gut punch, man. And I would have been crying no matter who it was, but for it to be my nephew, it just—it had that much more impact on me, man. And I'm just glad he's just still alive and able to fight um, and trying to get better and recover. You told me off camera your nephew died twice. Can you explain? Well, his heart had went out, so um, they had to resuscitate him twice. They resuscitated him on the field before they brought him to the hospital, and then they resuscitated him a second time when he got to the hospital. So um, I just want to show my gratitude for the medical uh, staff that were on hand because if not for them, my nephew probably wouldn't even be here. That's uh, that's Dorian Glenn, the uncle of uh, Demar Hamlin. And, guys, you you can hear the emotion in his voice. Uh, and just how shook he, he, you know, 24 hours later, whatever it is, how, how shook he still is. And, and I think you could understand that. I mean, I was thinking about it last night. We've seen players get injured. We've seen players, quite frankly, with gruesome injuries. We've seen ambulances have to come out there. But we've never seen anything like that. At least I haven't. And that's just it's almost hard to comprehend what was going on and 
you know, the severity of, of what was happening at the time it was happening. After a while, I mean, you're able to go back and, and reflect and, and, and kind of process some of it. And man, what, a, what an incredibly scary moment. And, and he's right. Those first responders and, and everybody that, that, uh, that attended to DeMar Hamlin, it was unbelievable how, how, how it worked and how they, how it took place and how quickly things, how quickly things unfolded for him. And in, you know, again, I, I'm not, I'm not a doctor, not going to play one, but certainly seems to me because of the process ward and Ryan, that, that, that saved his life because they had, they had a plan in place. There was, and it was executed and it looked like, you know, looked like they did it well, uh, you know, in all phases from, getting to him immediately on the field all the way through the process of, of, of getting him to the hospital and working on him uh, at the hospital. I mean, it looked like that it was, you know, that, that it worked the way they intended it to work. It was amazing. Uh, just what they were able to accomplish. And you know, let's face it, he's only here for one reason. Because God wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – and again, when you when we talk about the process, well, the you know the good Lord put all those guys in place and gals in place, and and they did what they were supposed to do, and and did it well, mm-hmm. and did it well, and and uh, man, uh, when you stop to think about that, just goosebumps, and you know, it, it appears that he, and again, I I hate to to speculate because we're the information is coming slowly, and you and you knew it would be, but. Uh, his uncle did say that uh, the, the oxygen intake is down to 50%, and, and that's what he needs right now instead of 100% that he needed yesterday. So I, I would think that's good news. All right, 7-15. We're 15 after 7. This is game time. By the way, mm-hmm. the spread in the game. 13? 13. That's just total disrespect, isn't it? Or is that trying to get some action going? <laughs> Either way, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All of the above? <laughs> All of the above. 13. 13 in a national championship game. Now, let me just ask you this. Do you think it's 13? Do you think it's, do you think it's, do you think it's a two touchdown game? Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I just don't. I would like to not. Think it is going to be, and again, I'll be really disappointed. But would I be shocked? No. I think we all agree, at least we said it, and and I believe it, that Georgia is all season long has kind of been a cut above. But are they two touchdowns? I don't know. Maybe. If 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 I know we're against the clock, but if if they got beat by two touchdowns, does that diminish their season? No. No. I mean, and, and I'm not saying, hey, be happy just to be there. But look, one team's going to win and one team's going to lose. Well, they're playing with house money. I agree. I agree. I mean, when he drove across town to start the offseason program and get things going, he's like, yeah, you know, I think 13-0 and in the national championship ought to do us this year. Come on. 
But the fact of the matter is they're there. Fact of the matter is when they had to make plays to to to, to win games, they did. That's I mean that those are just facts. Mm-hmm. So I I don't think it's a two touchdown game. I, I do believe that Georgia's the better football team, but I believe Georgia's the has been the best football team all year long. So we'll see. Uh, I honestly thought if there was going to be a blowout, it was going to come last week against Ohio State, and it didn't happen. Well, that game went way differently than I thought it would. I thought George would be in control from the time they flipped the coin. Mm-hmm. Well, they were chasing from the time they flipped the coin, but found a way to get it done. And as you pointed out five minutes ago, that's what good teams do. Mm-hmm. They do. Are these the two best teams in the country? As of Monday, they will be. Number, again, numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. That, that's that's what the numbers say. Anyway. I mean, it's just like if we get a 12-team playoff, you're going to give those teams an opportunity, and it may not be the, the two very best teams playing in the championship, but it'll be the best two in the tournament. Mm-hmm. The teams that are playing the best at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're doing now, what, particularly when we get to the 12-team thing. You are playing to get into the tournament. And once you're in the tournament, everybody starts all over, zero and zero, and then you go, you go, you go win some games to win a championship. Isn't that how they do it in Division Three? And isn't that exactly yeah. what UMHB does? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The body of work gets you to the tournament, then the tournament play gets you to the championship. It's exactly what the NFL does. I mean, we were we were looking at it yesterday afternoon. What if this happened? What if that? It, it's all about the body of work to get you there. Then once you're there, all bets are off. Let's go play. And the teams that are playing the best at the end of the year are going to be the teams that play for the championship. Mm-hmm. And I like the formula. I, I like the format. All right, 719. Uh, again, you can jump in anytime you want to. Our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. Uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for turning on ESPN Central Texas, and we're right back with more in just a moment. Recently on the John Moore Show. So let me uh, ask this right off the top. We were talking about it earlier. When I think of you, I, th- I think Billy Clyde Gillespie. But everything listed now is just Billy Gillespie. Uh, is Has the Clyde gone away for the most part? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. He knows what people write or say. <laughs> and that's never been a concern, but, but either one of those are okay for me. I got you. Uh, a lot worse. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vita Mevas. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a first Central Credit Union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at FirstCentralCU.com. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation Repair. Okay, I didn't know. Nobody said go. Tom gave me the nod. Oh, Tom nodded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't hear you nod, Tom. <laughs> but you can nod your head yes to us when we give you a free estimate for foundation repair. What if I don't see them? Well, we can send somebody else. And I'm they, fired. They can say yes. Fired. I'm done. Get it taken care of. So give us a call. We'll go play with my polar bear. 254-235-4922 or fixajimmy.com. That's me. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. All right, seven twenty-three. This is game game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Thanks for making us a part of your your uh, your Wednesday. Hey, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we're going to be on the road, Ward. We're going to be over at uh, Fuzzy Tacos in Houston. In, in actually Houston, in Hewitt. They may have one in Houston. Houston. They they may have one in Houston, but we're not going to be there. We're going to be at the Fuzzy Tacos in Hewitt. Did did I see where they're going to do half price breakfast tacos? Yes. I said it again. Half price breakfast tacos. Next 
Tuesday. What is that, the 10th? Calendar, calendar man, it is the 10th? Correct. Okay. All right, so January the 10th, mark it on your calendar, come see us, and we'll have some other things to do, but half price tacos. That'd be fun. And we'll do the morning show right there at Fuzzy Tacos in Hewitt, on Hewitt Drive. So make plans to come hang out with us and be a part of the program. And next Tuesday, during the half-price breakfast tacos, we're going to be breaking down a national championship game, Georgia and TCU. The game on Monday night. You guys like it on Monday night? Yes. Yeah. Because it's the first Monday without NFL football. And it's it just kind of puts it in its own it gives it its own little window and and yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan. Now, sometimes with all the commercial breaks, the game can run long and we're going to be a little sleepy on Tuesday morning, I would imagine. Anyway, that's that, that's coming up on Tuesday. Fuzzy Tacos in uh in Hewitt, we'll be there broadcasting live Tuesday morning with uh, with game time. All right, I don't know if you guys, uh, I, I watched every second of last night's Baylor win over over Oklahoma in Norman, and I just thought it was a first of all, it was a terrific win. You pointed out, Ryan, they jumped out to an early lead, twenty-one five at the end of the first. Then Oklahoma, somewhere along in the second quarter Oklahoma went to a zone when Baylor struggled with the zone and in Oklahoma got back in the game but give Baylor credit they found a way Baylor did not shoot particularly well from three-point land particularly in the first half they were three of 16 in the first half from three point from the three-point line beyond the arc in the second half four and nine but boys did Sarah Andrews have a day Shot clock inside of 10, now down to 7. Andrews trying to clear space. Step back, 3, that's good. Sarah Andrews with the 3 on her way to 30 points in the game last night. Caitlin Bickle, 10 points, 10 rebounds to lead the Bears. And just a uh, just a terrific night for Baylor as they get the win over, over uh, Oklahoma on the road. They, it, you know... When you win in the Big 12, it's big. When you win on the road in the Big 12, it is really big. And that was really big. And Sarah Andrews, as we mentioned, a career-high 30 points. It's the sixth time in her career that she's had at least 20 points in, in a ball game. And, and boy, they needed every one of them last night. Again, now, there was a – the rhythm of the game, there, there wasn't much rhythm in the game because – Baylor was whistled for 26 fouls and Oklahoma for 27 fouls. And it just, you know, there just wasn't a whole lot of rhythm in the basketball game. I'm not saying that, you know, it wasn't a physical game. I'm just saying there was a lot of whistles. 27 fouls on OU, 26 on Baylor. After the game, Coach Collin talking about her team's performance and, and talking about Sarah Andrews and, and the way she stepped up in the game last night. Today was a huge step for her. Um, I was talking to Dan Hughes, you know, before shoot-around today and said, you know, a year ago, um, Sarah didn't even have to be Robin, you know? And now there's times she's got to be Batman. And there's a big difference between, um, 
you know, like a year ago, Jordan Lewis usually got the other team's best defensive guard. And sometimes Jamie Asbury, because of her career at Oklahoma State and her scoring average coming from there, people would guard her with their second best guard. So Sarah oftentimes got the third perimeter defender, you know, and, and now she's getting everybody's best shot. And, and so, you know, I think the shot she made, um, the step backs to keep separation um, off the bounce, um, you know, the, the attacking finishes, some of the finishes she had, she had a couple roll out, um, but, but she acted like Batman today, you know, and so that was a big step for her. Um, I think at times she's tried in, in big games, um, but, you know, it takes time to, to believe it, to see the ball go through, um, and, and to, you know, one of the things we talked to her about, she's got such a good handle and she's shifty and she can shoot it, but like, don't settle because you're really good playing downhill and you're going to put pressure on the D if you play downhill. And, you know, getting to the free throw line is a big part of that, you know? And so I thought that was one of the things she did today that I was super proud of is even though she started making some of those threes that she didn't just settle. Um, that's uh, Nikki Collin talking about Sarah Andrews and in the performance she had, and I'm telling you, it was large. She, uh, well, I'm just telling you, she put the team on her on her shoulders. And and again, if you go look at the the box score and look at the minutes, a lot of the 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 people that you count on didn't have the minutes that you thought they were going to have because they were in foul trouble. And you had several players on both teams, and I say, let me just be real clear, both teams that fouled out of the game, but. I would think you want Caitlin Bickle on the floor more than 23 minutes out of 40. But she had to sit a lot because she was in foul trouble. Uh, and that's just, you know, that's just how the game was was played and how the game was officiated. So there was, there was, there was a lot of whistles in the game. So, but a huge win. And now the, uh, the Baylor women move on to play Kansas on the road, so they'll open up Big 12 Conference play with back-to-back -back road games. And, boy, they got a huge win at OU, and let's see if they can go do that again Saturday. Uh, 4 o'clock tip, 3.30 broadcast, and that game's going to be on our sister station, 104.9 FM, on uh, on Saturday. We'll have Baylor men here on ESPN Saturday. Uh, so it should be uh, should be a lot of fun. Look forward to the uh, – to, uh, to the Baylor women taking on Kansas and trying to get off to a 2-0 start on the road in the league. And that, that, will be, uh, that will be huge. All right, 731. We are going to jump in and talk some, uh, talk some Big 12 football and basketball. We're going to do it with Josh Neighbors. That's coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Players are back at work preparing for Sunday's finale at Washington, which features a change at starting center. Details after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. 
It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Cowboys players are back at practice today preparing for Sunday's regular season finale at Washington with center Tyler Biotish out with an ankle sprain that hopefully heals in time for the playoffs. It's left guard Connor McGovern who moved to center for the fourth quarter of last week's win at the Titans. McGovern said the end game changes after the injury spotlighted the versatility of the O lineman. You have JPA played left tackle, right tackle, Tyler Smith playing tackle. Well, speaks volumes to everyone that we're all on the same page and ready to go anytime. Now an update on Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, who's still in critical condition at Cincinnati Medical Center following his on-field collapse Monday night after suffering a cardiac arrest. The league says the postponed Bills-Bengals game will not be made up this week. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcarr.com. First Central Credit Union free reward checking earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money too. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. ESPN Central Texas is taking the morning show on the road. Come join ESPN Central Texas game time with Tom Barfield, Ward Weiss, and Ryan Fox and Stephanie from Sales as we'll broadcast live at 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Tuesday, January 10th at Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt. Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt will be opening at 7 a.m. every day starting Monday, January 9th. Stop in and say hello to game time and get a breakfast taco at half price. That's right, half price for the breakfast taco. Fuzzy's Taco Shop with game time in Hewitt, located at 1509 Hewitt Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The NFL has announced that the Bengals-Buffalo game will not be resumed this week. Meanwhile, Bill's safety DeMar Hamlin remains sedated and in critical condition in a Cincinnati hospital. Number 23, Baylor picked up a good road win with an 81-70 victory over number 17, Oklahoma. Scott Drew's 19th-ranked Bears hosts 17th-ranked TCU tonight at 8 o'clock. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas beginning with the pregame at 7.30. And the MCC Highlassies have won 10 in a row after a 67-41 win over Midland. The MCC Highlanders are on the road this afternoon at LSU Eunice. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. 735, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Drive safely if you uh, are getting out and about this morning. School back in session, so be careful in and around all those school zones. Uh, let's do talk some Big 12 athletics. We welcome into the program from the podcast Locked on Big 12. It's Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. Appreciate your time this morning. And and, and talk a little bit about this TCU-Georgia matchup. And, and it's, it's, it, Are these the two best teams in the country, in your opinion? Um. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting question. I, I think 
that version of Ohio State that we saw, there's a very good chance that that could be the second-best team in the country. But, I mean, for a large swath of the season, there was no argument that Michigan was. And then TC went out, and they never trailed in that game. So um, I think two most deserving teams, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you look at the pressure cooker situations that they were in last week and how both teams played Georgia having to respond more to the actual being down and then TCU having to respond to the continual shots back, uh, you know, from Michigan, whether it be due to Michigan's quality of play or TCU's own devices with the turnovers. So um, I think most, most hardened and deserving and battle tested and ready. I I think definitely uh, you'd argue this, but I think the the numbers, obviously, like you know, like the the power ratings and whatnot, and also Vegas would probably say that uh, TCU is probably around. Well, they probably I actually put them lower than four or five or six, but um, out of the top four, they're probably the the worst one. But there's no uh, people have tried to knock this TCU team. I've seen it the last couple of days. Uh, Michigan choked. You know, like Michigan, like, you know, you can't choke if you were never winning. Uh, I think that's a, I think that's something that we haven't really talked about at all, but. Um, this TCU team is more than deserving to be playing in a national championship game. Are they the, one of the two best teams in the country? I, I don't know if that's that's for certain. Are they a 13-point dog? Yeah, so uh, I think that number is – it is it feels correct to me. Um, I would like TCU plus 13 a lot. Just think of guys like TCU, whether it be wins or the one loss they have this year, uh, they pretty much play, you know, against like roughly near level competition. Uh, if it's not a bad team, I mean, they play close games, right? This this is not a this is not an old story for them. They play really close games, whether it is the Baylor game, whether it was the Texas Tech game for a large part of that game. They couldn't help themselves but make that Texas game close in the end, right? That game was really. 17 to three, but you have the weird Max Duggan miss on the fumble. I think it was Jalen Ford who picked it up and, and took it the rest of the way. Um, you know, they've got, they, they really, that's, that's how they operate is, is in these close games. Um, Georgia's got the personnel to make it obviously a more, a more blowout type scenario, but TCU lives in that close game zone. So with that in mind, and with the fact that this is not a perfect Georgia team, right? We've, we've seen them give it up some, We've seen there, you know, there's there's examples all year long, guys, of Georgia not playing well. You know, you go to the Kentucky game, the first half uh, against Florida, really, generally speaking, wasn't very good. The Missouri game, at offense, second half scored every single drive, and they needed to because Missouri was really putting the heat on them. It was a 6-6 six and six Missouri team. My alma mater was not very good uh, this year, pretty average group that they had, right? Um, you know, some fans have disputed this, but if you go back and you watch that that uh, SEC title game, you know there was a there was a portion of that game where LSU was really taking it to them, and they were coming back, and, and Georgia needed a pretty big fourth down stop to to keep the momentum on their side in that second half. So, and we saw obviously in the game against uh, in the game against Ohio State, there was a large portion of that game where they were not in control. So this Georgia team can be hit. They they can uh, they do have a lot of resilience. I would just say that you know. Uh, this TCU team is, is just as resilient, maybe a little, a little bit more. So Georgia's got the talent to make this thing, you know, a little bit of a boat race. But um, there have been times this year that where they have not executed for four quarters. And also their quarterback, Stetson Bennett, has had some rough goes of it 
at certain points. So it's not like this team is infallible in kind of the way that last year's Georgia team felt infallible up until that title game, and obviously the response after it was pretty impressive. Visiting with Josh Neighbors, the podcast is locked on Big 12. Josh, we've, we've talked all year about the the quality and the depth of this league, that there was never an open – you know, you didn't have that free Saturday where you can go just go get a win, uh, that you had to compete every Saturday. With that in mind, has that helped prepare TCU for everything that they've gone through and everything that they may see on Monday night? Yeah, you know, I think I think um, they've seen that. They definitely seen the variety, right? I think that's what this league poses. Uh, you know, the, the one thing in Big Twelve is like there's with the way the league league is constructed, like there's no one way to to win. Um, I actually go back to the last two seasons, like even though the CC group, group started last year, like the fact that largely speaking, this group has been through the version of the big 12 in 2021, that was defense and running the football is what wins. And now they're actually a pretty good defensive team and they can run the football really well, but they've also got the explosive passing game and a, and a proven quarterback. I mean, yeah. I think the league has definitely helped. Now, did it help the league in bowl season? I'm not sure. There were some teams that kind of looked like they were overplaying football against, uh, you know, pretty good competition because of how good the year was. Um, but I think overall, I think, yeah, in the quality of the league. I'll tell you what, though. The the Big 12, you know, for in terms of off-season narrative, they needed that TCU win because you think about the rest of the way bowl season went, like nobody is talking about the Big 12's bowl record now because it was bad. Uh, TCU kind of saved us from that conversation about, wow, was the Big 12 fraud win all year? Although I don't really read into the bowl records as good as the Big 12 has been the previous two seasons, as bad as they were this year. Uh, it did help us avoid that conversation about this being maybe a weak league. Uh, so thank God TCU did pull off the win. When you look at basketball, last night Texas and Kansas State set a Big 12 record, 116-103. to 103. But the parity in this league, is there a danger of this league chewing each other completely to pieces before they get to the tournament? Yes, there is the danger of that. Now, I will say this. We have been concerned about that for the last two seasons, and uh, it has paid dividends in the end, right? So I I do have a big concern about this. I'm more worried for the teams that aren't named Kansas. Um, We watched KU last night. You know, that team has difference makers everywhere. And they're at a point now where I think Bill Self has done this tremendous job where they have all of these guys who are, you know, and and Oshai Baju is the guy. And then now it's Jalen Wilson's the guy who have kind of just, taken the mantle once somebody else leaves and really grabbed it. And um, this year, you know, uh, KJ Adams has been absolutely fantastic for them. Jalen Wilson has raised his game. Dewan Harris is a bit more of an offensive threat than he was in the past. Obviously they've got uh, Grady Dick, who's been fun to watch too. This team does a good job of elevating once certain guys leave and I think there's no doubt that's the best team in the league right now. But you're seeing it. I mean, these teams, some teams are going on the road. You know, even even Oklahoma State went to Kansas. And you argue, argue they should have been at the line late in that game to take the lead and go ahead if that foul call is called. So 
Uh, yeah, this league is in danger of that. But the last two years, I've been thinking that ward, and we've gotten you know last two seasons we've had a Big Twelve national champion. So uh, as much risk as there is there, there is a other side to that coin that's being battle hardened, and uh, you're ready for every single kind of test coming your way. I, I realize it's just one game; the sample size incredibly small. But do you worry about some of the teams that did not play well? Baylor in particular that went to Iowa State and and uh, and got thumped pretty good in names. Yeah, you know you are concerned, but I think more of that's going to be once they get back home, you'll see what team they are. You know, I I think it's eventually going to click for Baylor. I think there is obviously some people are concerned about it right now, but I, I think it's just a matter of time before Baylor gets their footing back. Right, big game for them tonight at home against TCU who got that win against tech the other day, but Baylor's still 10 and three writing about their losses this year. You know, that, that weird game against Marquette, they just get hammered UVA game, obviously early in November. Um, and they've been pretty good since then. If you, you know, they beat, they beat Gonzaga, obviously the Sanford Pentagon, uh, you know, and then not too other many good wins to speak about, but yeah, I mean, it's like the first game of the season, you go on the road and you play somebody and it's a team like Iowa state and TJ Osterberger, he appears to be the real deal guys. I mean, that guy, you know, comes over to Iowa State last year, does a great job. And uh, you lose Tyrese Hunter and they're as good as they are. I mean, that's, you know, it's a pretty impressive group there at 10 and 2. Uh, I think Baylor's one of those situations where it's going to take time just to find the full level of what they're supposed to be. And luckily, because the schedule's so good, they're going to find out about themselves. They're going to learn about themselves. And I think they've got a good shot of becoming that team where, look, I think they have to figure out, though, who their best five are. And I think you can learn that in conference play with how good the schedule is. They have to figure out if their best five is going small uh, or, or it's not. But, you know, like losing guys like Jeremy Sohan, like at that kind of position, it, it's hard to figure out past that. Like, all right, how do you try to replace that or kind of recreate it in the aggregate? Like, there's no easy way to do it, uh, especially at that position where it's like that rebounding kind of guy who can run the rim and helps you in, in interior defense. That's a really hard thing to replace, and they're still trying to figure out some of the nuts and bolts of how they're going to do that outside of Flozamba. I saw somewhere where they've said, and I know it's way early, but every team in this conference has a shot of getting in the tournament. Is that even a distinct possibility? It, it yeah, it's possible. the The one like the one thing you'll need is the teams at the bottom to win the right games, right? So. Um, let's just take, I, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say teams names here. This is not, I mean, there's no prediction how it, how it ends. Let's just say the Bedlam boys, Oklahoma and Oklahoma state are towards the bottom. Um, what you're going to have to do is like, you're going to need that win over Kansas. You're going to need that win over Texas. You need that win over TCU. You're going to need that win over Baylor. And you're probably going to need it on their home floor, right? On the opponent's home floor. So that is the best way. Cause I mean, basically at this point, like every single big 12 team is a, is a, is a quadrant one win like home or away. Every big 12 team is a quadrant one win. I'm not sure how long they can hang on to that. Um, that's going to once again, come down to league, like making sure it's pretty even, right? Because if you start have like, if some teams just start getting their, you know, you know, what's kicked uh, like West Virginia start losing a ton of games. It, it's basically impossible at that point. for that to be the case, but you, you're going to need these teams to keep winning um, and so it is possible. I would say it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty like likely not going to happen. 
Uh, I think eight, obviously, is kind of the number that we think right now. Nine should be the goal if you're cheering for the conference, and 10 is is the dream. (laughs) I don't see 10 happening. I think it's going to be eight or nine. I mean, stop and think about that. Eight or nine, I'd say that's a pretty good basketball league, wouldn't you? Right. <laughs> so about 80% of the league yeah. is going to go. And look, and like, I'm telling you what, nobody's going to want to play a Big 12 team, right? Nobody's going to want to go and play Oklahoma State in the tournament. Nobody's going to want to, because they can, because the way that team can rebound the basketball. Nobody is want to, you know, going to want and go and play, uh, you know, a team like an Oklahoma in the NCAA tournament because, of the way that those guys, you know, I've got a Grant Sherfield who can score like that. And Tanner Groves, you know, who's obviously very good too. Nobody wants to play Kansas. Nobody wants to play a TCU with Eddie Lampkin and Mike Miles and Damian Ball. Nobody wants to play Iowa State who made the run last year. Nobody wants to play Texas because the amount of talent the Texas Longhorns have on their team. Like, you take your pick. Nobody wants to play any of these teams because of the pedigree and how these teams are able to achieve in the regular season and in the postseason. So, uh, all eight are going to cause some problems if they can get eight, and I think they will. All right, Josh, uh, what are you working on for the uh, for the podcast? What's coming up? whole lot of TCU content. We talked yesterday. Can TCU beat Georgia with all of our friends, Stephen Simcox and Lockdown Horn Frogs? Uh, we're taking a little break from TCU-Georgia coverage to look back at KU's season today and talk about how successful it was and kind of the way it ended. Uh, and then also, obviously, more TCU and Georgia stuff coming up later on the week. And we're really just talking about, hey, what does it mean for the Big 12 to be in a national championship game? I'm sure we'll see our man Brett Yormark out there in Los Angeles uh, in the City of Stars uh, next week. You guys can find the podcast Locked on Big 12 wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. Follow us on Twitter at LOBig12, and you guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Hey, Josh, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Yep, talk to you guys next week. Have a great day. That is uh, Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. We are uh, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and we're brought to you in part by Advanced House Leveling. Now, look, whatever you take away from this, take away this. Fixitjimmy.com. Fixitjimmy.com. You get that? You've You've got it going on. Because they can help you with with all your foundation problems and and, and guide you through uh, getting it done and getting it done correctly. Advanced house leveling and foundation repair has been lifting homes for over 120 years. That's all you need to know. 120 years. If they're not doing it right and not doing it at a very competitive price with excellent service, then you're not doing it for 120 years. You're just not. But that's what they've been doing for over 120 years. They'll show you where your home is within building tolerance or where it may need some work. They'll explain more precisely where any work should begin and where it should end. They'll uh, they'll facilitate uh, excellent communication and expectations for the work that will be done. Absolutely no surprises. So if you need more information, it's simple. Go to the website. FixItJimmy.com. That's FixItJimmy.com for advanced house leveling and foundation. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't think the reporter did anything wrong other than just wasn't really clear. And what Gundy loves to do, he's been doing it for years, he likes to appear, you know, here I am, I've got my coaches back, and he likes to embarrass people and belittle people. Some people might want to call that bullying. I just call it being a jerk. 
The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The NFL has announced that the Bengals-Buffalo game will not be resumed this week. Meanwhile, Bill's safety DeMar Hamlin remains sedated and in critical condition in a Cincinnati hospital. Number 23, Baylor picked up a good road win with an 81-70 victory over number 17, Oklahoma. Scott Drew's 19th-ranked Bears hosts 17th-ranked TCU tonight at 8 o'clock. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas beginning with the pregame at 7.30. And the MCC Highlassies have won 10 in a row after a 67-41 win over Midland. The MCC Highlanders are on the road this afternoon at LSU Eunice. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service. Good feet. 
and advanced foundation repair. All right, 755, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, I misspoke earlier. I want I want to uh, correct myself. Imagine that, I misspoke. Uh, I said Baylor women are, are, too, uh, are uh, looking for their second win. They're actually looking for their third win Saturday when they go to Kansas. As you pointed out, Ward, they, uh, they defeated TCU to open conference play. But uh, they did get a great road win last night over OU, and they'll continue on the road Saturday when they take on KU. Coming up tonight in the Farrell Center, uh, it is Baylor and TCU. As the Bears look to bounce back after that loss to Iowa State, TCU off to a 1-0 starting conference competition, both in the top 25. And I did not realize this because it just doesn't seem you know, plausible, but it, for the first time in 191 meetings, both teams will be in the top 25. Can you imagine that? Stop to think about that. It's been a while since TCU has been relevant. Well, they're relevant now under Coach Dixon. Mm-hmm. They're a good basketball team. They keep they, they, Every year they get just a little bit better under him. Yep. Scott Drew talked about just how good this basketball team was. Well, I think, uh, uh, like everyone in our league, uh, defense is, is, is 17th in the nation, uh, rebounding top 20 in the nation, most fast break, uh, fast break points in the nation. Um, uh, preseason player of the year, Mike Miles leading the, leading the way. Um, and at the same time, uh, Coach Dixon does a great job uh, uh, coaching and making sure they compete, putting them in positions to win. It's the first time in 191 meetings that both of us are in the top 20, so uh, top 25, so that's pretty cool. Um, other than that, uh, it's a typical Big 12 game, uh, which um, means it's one or two possessions and you got to really compete uh, and give it your all to have a chance down the stretch. So it'll be Baylor and TCU. That's uh, coming up tonight, 8 o'clock tip, 7.30 pregame with John and Pat, and we'll have it right here on your flagship for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Coming up this afternoon on the John Moore Show uh, at 3 o'clock today, John is going to – he's going to have John Denton on the program. Uh, John is the color analyst for TCU, and uh, they'll be talking about TCU and Georgia. That'll be at 3 o'clock on the John Moore Show. Speaking of John, the voice of the Bears, he's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's never check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball posts a big win on the road. We'll give you details. Plus, the Baylor men with their Big 12 Conference Go Gold home opener tonight in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. 
If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks this holiday season, then shop Alan Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Save big during the Big Finish sales event this month on the new 2022 Chrysler 300 Touring L with total values up to $4,000 plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Hurry in and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Alan Samuels in Waco. Kids can now join the Baylor Cub Club, the official kids club of Baylor Athletics, presented by Green Eye Associates. Fans 12 and under can register for the low cost of $25 and gain exclusive benefits and access to Baylor Athletic events. Members receive free admission to select events, exclusive giveaway access, and their own membership package. To register your cub, please visit BaylorBears.com slash Cub Club. Registration closes December 7th, so sign up today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. The 23rd-ranked Baylor women's basketball team got a big conference road win last night in league play, winning 81-70 over 17th-ranked Oklahoma in Norman. Junior Sarah Andrews led the way with a career-high 30 points in the game. Caitlin Bickle had a double-double 10 points and 10 rebounds, and Baylor ran their record to 2-0 in Big 12 Conference play with the win. Again, 81-70 the final. Next up for the Baylor women on the road at Kansas this Saturday. Meanwhile, Scott Drew and the Baylor men play their conference home opener tonight in the Farrell Center. It's a go-gold matchup in the Farrell Center against TCU this evening. 191st meeting all-time between Baylor and TCU and the first with both as ranked opponents. TCU number 17 in the nation, Baylor number 19. And the Bears coming off that loss at Iowa State on Saturday. A real learning experience, says freshman guard Keontae George. Uh, yeah, we're definitely focused on just going 1-0 tomorrow, going 1-0 today. We've, you know, t- took it on the chin. Um, we've, we've dealt with adversity, you know, so far in this season. And, you know, like you said, we've been able to bounce back. And we're just, you know, focusing on the main things, controlling our energy. Um, just kind of finding things that we need to get better at. And we found that out um, going to Iowa State. um, They're a really good team. And now we just kind of, like I said, seen the things that we need to work on. And now, you know, we're starting to perfect those things. And we're going to come out and play hard, you know, the rest of the season now. Keontae George, the Big 12's Newcomer of the Week, and the Bears in action tonight in the Farrell Center against TCU. We're on the air at 7.30, tip-off at 8 here on ESPN Central Texas Television tonight on ESPN2. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from the Farrell Center and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Just after 8 o'clock, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Tom. He's Ward. He's Ryan. We're glad you're with us. On this uh, Wednesday morning, as we roll through, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Let's talk to Jeff Wilson this morning. Jeff is with Frogs today and also Rangers today. We'll we'll talk some Rangers here in just a couple of minutes, but let's begin with TCU and and Baylor basketball coming up tonight. Jeff, this is a a big game for both these teams because, you know, it's it's that rivalry. It's 90 Uh miles away, but Baylor is at 0-1 and and TCU is at 1-0 and going on the road and Boy, Jamie Dixon's done a really nice job with this team, hasn't he? 
Yeah, and and uh, you know the, the you guys remember last season that you know TCU advanced to the the tournament. They, they got beat by Arizona, uh, the, the number one seed in overtime. Felt like they had been uh, a little bit jobbed by the refs and and had a you know a couple of silly mistakes that that really cost them. But uh, all those guys are back except for one player who who transferred to Creighton, and so this team has a lot of depth, has a lot of experience, and then you kind of look at the landscape of, of colleges, the, the conference last year, and it was these the experienced teams who are really, really good. And, and, you know, because of the transfer portal, you, know, you, you can go get experience. But, but TCU kind of has it the old-fashioned way with guys sticking around. So, you know, Mike Miles has had a, had a nice uh, season, and, and Emmanuel Miller has had a better season. And they were the Frogs' two best players last year, so uh, it should be a fun game. I didn't, I didn't, I caught that little nugget there on the break about how this is the first time they've ever faced each other when they're ranked. So I, I, that's pretty interesting. All these meetings, and this is the first time that both Paylor and TCU are ranked. What's the biggest difference Jamie Dixon's made in this team? You know, it, it's he—he he really believes that you win with defense and rebounding and uh you know you saw that last year tc tc is not a great shooting team you know they, they won they beat tech the other day um and they only made two three-pointers and they were down 13 and they ended up winning that game without the, without the three ball so uh that that's a pretty uh telling thing if tc was shooting well from the perimeter they're very hard to beat um if not they they have work to do so um, I think a team that plays good perimeter defense puts them in a hole. But again, TCU tries to tries to win the battle on the boards, especially on the offensive glass, and uh, get 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 those second chance points and, and and opportunities. And if they do that, then it's going to be a it's going to be a good game. Let's turn our attentions to um, to the football game. Uh, there, you, you did know there was a game Monday, right? I mean, I heard I heard something about that. Yeah. <laughs> so. You, and Ward and I were talking about it. Is is Georgia thirteen points better than TCU? You know, I, I don't know that anybody's thirteen points better than TCU. You know, it, it's uh, you know, they've been underdogs before this season. And I think most notably, they were a touchdown underdog at Texas and uh, might have uh, might have had their best game at least defensively. They definitely had the best game. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's surprising, and and I wonder what the line would be. Had had Michigan ended up winning that game, you know, if if you're if you're putting two <laughs> college football blue bloods together, I really don't know that you're going to list one of them as a as a two touchdown underdog. So, uh, you know, I, it's it's interesting to 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 see that line and, and that it came out right away. Um, so, no, I don't I don't think they are. You know, I think if TCU uh, <clears throat> does what it does on on offense, and if they Kind of clean up, uh, you know. They can't get they can't get beat over the over the top like like they did against Michigan, but uh, they they have a chance to 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 keep this game close. And I, you know, if I'm a betting man, which occasionally I am, you know, if I'm TCU, go ahead and I'll I'll take I'll uh, I'll get those I'll get those 13 points. How jazzed is Fort Worth right now with the welcome back party they had the other day, and now the watch party they're planning at the arena coming up on Monday night. Yeah, you know it's uh, it's it's pretty interesting to to see, you know, it, it, especially you know the last few years how, uh, well, the last few years have just been different for everybody. But um, you know, for TCU football, it wasn't great, um, and there there wasn't a ton of enthusiasm. But now it's you know everybody likes a winner. You know, Dallas Fort Worth, you know, God 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 bless them is is 
can be a little bit of a front run in town. Um, but in Fort Worth, you know, they've really wrapped their arms around Sonny Dykes. He's wrapped their arms around them. And, uh, you know, it's been reciprocal. And I think that uh, right now, yeah, it's it's an exciting time. I mean, and geez, you know, how, how often does this happen? You know, you look at the, uh, we were we were in the office uh, on uh, Monday watching bowl games and planning out the week. And, you know, they showed a commercial like TCU versus Georgia in the national championship game. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, it's, it, it, we were all kind of like pinching ourselves that, that this is really happening. And, and uh, I, I think Fort Worth has, has put their arms around it. Uh, I tell you what, the, the, the TCU had a, had a big crowd at, at the Fiesta Bowl. And, and I think a lot of them are trying to get back out there, but man, that's a lot of money back to back weekends. When you look at this team, Jeff, have, have you had a chance to kind of sit back and evaluate just how TCU got there going back to, to August and, and going back to, to, to fall camp and, and, and then the process of, of going through this league? Have you really just had a chance to sit back and go, wow, uh, what a transformation under a first-year head coach? Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. And um, you guys have experience with Coach Cause and, and – um, what what he what he's able to do and and the the way he improved TCU's nutrition, uh, their strength, their quickness, and and their belief. I mean, he's he is the strength coach, but he's really like their their mental coach too. You know, he he uh, keeps them up and then and, and uh, keeps them believing. And it comes down to um, you know the next play. They get beat on a on a play, or they they turn the ball over next play you know they're they're just not looking back they're keep, they're moving forward so there's a mental component for sure they got a big break honestly in the first game when Chandler Morris got hurt um I don't I don't know if they're if they're in this position if Chandler Morris is the quarterback instead of Max Duggan and you know there is talent you know Quentin you know Quentin Johnson was the best player on the field um in the Fiesta Bowl and he he's basically been the best player on the field every time TCU's played and he's been healthy so um, there, there is talent, and and I think, you know, honestly, I think the players were were, were desperate. They wanted to win. They were tired of losing, and so when the coaching change was made, they they were, you know, they were like, well, we don't really have a choice. We we can buy in here, and and they did. And I think that, you know, you you watch the way they play. Everybody knows that they've they've been falling behind in in games and having to come back. Well, they would they led wire to wire against Michigan, but. Um, they they'll wear you down. Their offensive line is big, you know, and and, and they run the ball well. Their backup running back got 100, 150 yards, and it's supposedly one of the best defenses in the country. So uh, there's talent there, and then there's there's physicality, and there's a lot of speed. And and I just think that uh, maybe maybe it's because they're TCU and nobody knows knows about them that that, that gets overlooked. And I can tell you I can tell you this: they were they were insulted by by the, what was coming out of the Michigan players' mouths about. How Michigan is going to, you know, run right through the defense. Uh, you know, they're TCU's, you know, not that fast and all this stuff. So um, there's a chip on the shoulder. So there's a lot. There's a lot involved. How much did Quentin Johnson help his stock in the NFL draft? <laughs> well, I, I think it was already pretty high. You know, I think it was. Uh, uh, I, I don't know what's the, what's a good stock out there. Google. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was already high and and. Um, that, that play, you know, it, uh, we were <laughs> where we were in the press box. Uh, we had some Michigan writers behind us and, and, you know, when he caught that little pass and ran six, 76 yards, they couldn't, they, they were like, how, how, how didn't somebody catch him? 
you know, because he is six foot four. But it's like he's six foot four. He runs a four four. He can go get a ball. He he's he you know if you look at draft boards and and mock mock projections and things like that, he's the number one wide receiver in the draft. And uh, he he's all but gone. You know, uh, after after Monday night, uh, he's going to forego his junior his senior year. But um, he is he is just so good. And uh, you know, from down there from Temple. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's just a good looking guy. And, you know, you look, you look at him, you're like, that's, that's what a wide receiver looks like, you know, and, and he can, he can do a lot with the ball once it's in his hands. And Jeff, one of the things that we talked about last week was TCU skill players. I know that there was a lot of conversation between Michigan's big, strong and offensive line and being able to control the line of scrimmage. But, you know, we talked about the, you know, five or six skill guys on TCU's football team that Michigan, I just don't know that they've seen players at that caliber. You know, that that's right. And you, know, you look at the big 10 and, you know, everybody says the big 10 has more speed than it used to. Um, you know, you you go back to Baylor's game against Michigan state. I know Michigan state had a rally in what, 2015 cotton bowl, but Baylor was so fast compared, compared to that, that team. And there's just, it's still the same way. And Michigan is faster. Michigan recruits, you know, elite level five-star guys and has them, but probably the only team that has, that has speed in that, that conference is is Ohio state and Ohio state has, has, you know, this year, their knock was that they weren't as fast on defense this year. And so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, TCU can fly, you know, there, there's no doubt about it. They have Darius Davis, who is a, you know, a track star. He's their, their punt returner. And then Quentin Johnson, who we've talked about and Kenry Miller, who has breakaway speed. Don't know if he's going to play against Georgia or not, but there is a ton of speed and, and you saw D winners. Even in high school who, who had the game of his life returned an interception had tackles for loss. You know, and their defensive end, Dylan Horton was a safety in high school and, and he had four sacks against Michigan. So I, I do think that Michigan overlooked TCU. Um, and and I you know there was the famous famous I guess it's infamous now if you're missing a guy clip of the the linebacker saying is he playing the Big Twelve you know and it was just kind of like they they just didn't take it seriously and well now they're at home. TCU beats Georgia if uh, they don't turn it over, get turnovers, and can can slow down the the Georgia passing game. All right, uh, real quick, let's change gears uh, and talk to Ranger Baseball. Uh, Ward, when did, when did we say pitchers and catchers report? What you, did you say yesterday? I think it was 20, 21 days, something like that. I don't know. Uh, Jeff? And it's about it's about 40, I think, guys. Yeah, okay. The 15th, it... I think. Oh, okay. So yeah. here here's the, here's the question, and, and I don't think it's much of a question. It's more of a statement. Uh with what they've done in the offseason, they're clearly the best team in the West, right? I'm, I'm trying to convince Ward of that. No. <laughs> they're not the worst team. All right. They're not the worst team. Well, that's we'll that's moving that. forward. It is. It is. You know, I, I think they're probably just, you know, they're probably third. You know, I, I, w- I would say um, I, know, I know the Angels have, have had a nice offseason and done some things and and they have, you know, the two best players in the world. So that, that's always that's always nice to have in your lineup. But I, I think that, uh, you know, the, the pitching staff, if 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 everybody stays healthy, 
or healthy-ish, uh, the Rangers are going to have a chance, you know, that to to win most nights. Uh, you know, Jacob Degrom's phenomenal, but how many innings can he throw? You know, you know, Martin Perez is probably going to come back to earth a little bit, but he's still going to be very good. And then it's keeping John Gray, Andrew Heaney, uh, Nate Evaldi, who they, they just signed and are going to introduce tomorrow at a press conference. Got to keep those guys healthy, and if they do. You know, the Rangers had a good offense last year. They, they really did. It was one of the top five in the American League. So if you if you get some pitching and, and the offense, uh, you know, if Nate Lowe has the same season, if if Corey Seager's a little bit better, if Marcus Simeon's a little bit better, you got a good team. So um, now, again, they won 68 games, and the Phillies got into the playoffs in the National League with 86 wins. So if, if 18 if an 18 game improvement's possible, then I mean that's a that's that's a that's a big leap. It's been done before, obviously, but um, the Rangers feel like they do have a chance, though, with that pitching. So, a hundred wins is is not on your radar right now. I don't see it. I don't see a hundred. <laughs> I'm just uh, trying. I'm trying I'm, to convince hoping, Ward, man. <laughs> I'm hoping for 81. Honestly, I mean, I you know, it's been hard watching this baseball team uh, the last. Uh, three years it's it has not been pleasant you know and in 2019 they weren't bad um but it's it's uh it's been hard and and some some has been predictable you know you like oh well here comes this guy yep that you know yeah in from the bullpen or uh, on the mound and um I, I just think that you know you're gonna have a different feel when you when you show up to the ballpark every night or turn on the game you're gonna be like hey the, the rangers have a chance to win this one Good stuff. Hey, Jeff, as always, it's a pleasure. Tell us a little bit about how we can uh, uh, how we can get to Rangers today or Frogs today. Yeah, uh, Rangers today, uh, rangerstoday.com, $5.99 a month, uh, $60 for a year, $35 for six months. I mean, it's it's just good, cheap coverage for of, of the Rangers. is cheaper than just about anybody else. And, um, you know, I've been doing this. This is going to be year, ah, geez, 16, so – um, it's not like I'm just pulling stuff off the internet. I'm, I'm there pretty much every day. So, um, yeah, do that, please. And then uh, Frogs a Day, uh, fun little uh, startup website uh, this year. We, you know, if you if you're a TCU fan, and and you're not getting your news from from Frogs a Day, you're you're not <laughs> you're not getting uh, the full picture. You know, we, we do videos, we do stories, uh, we do fun stuff. We we have a you know a, a lot of access that that frankly the star telegram doesn't have. So um frogsday.com and subscribe, I think it's nine ninety nine a month. So um get a lot of a lot of sports coverage from two from two entities for not that much. Hey, we appreciate your time as always. Uh and have fun Monday night. I will fellas and thanks and happy new year to you guys. Happy New Year to you. Jeff Wilson from uh Rangers today and and Frogs today. So he's not buying a hundred wins either, Ward. So y'all may be on to something, but I'm not sure. Wins. <laughs> so you, you you're not buying 162 as as a as a record? No. <laughs> Be lucky to get to 80. Uh, well, you know what? If they could get to 81, that we'd all be dancing in the street, wouldn't we? Uh, it's uh, 19 minutes after eight. This is game time presented by Alan Samuels. Don't forget, we are brought to you in part by Circle Drug at 3211 Robinson Drive. Uh, Doc Evan, his gang over there. Look, it's a locally owned independent pharmacy, and that's all you need to know. It's a locally owned independent pharmacy. They're going to do everything they can do 
to make you uh, feel at home and to take great care of you. They, they not only want your business today, but they want your business next month, next year. So they're going to take great care of you. They're going to get to know you. You're going to get to know them. And uh, it's it, and I have, and I've been going there for years, and I do mean years. And they take outstanding care of me, and you know, and it's competitive pricing. They've got free delivery to your home or to your office. Uh, they've got walkers and wheelchairs. They've got uh, uh, they do vaccines. I did all my vaccines uh, at. Um, at uh, at Circle Drug, so I mean, as you can tell, it is a full service pharmacy. There's a million and one ways to to get your prescription. Again, as we mentioned, they'll deliver it to, or, uh, to your home or to your office. But if you go to the store, which is what I prefer to do at 3211 Robinson Drive, you can go in. You can go to a walk up window. You can go through the drive through. You can uh, you can sit in your car and they'll bring it out to you. And listen, if you're in line, maybe you're the third vehicle in line. Uh, and it may be a second or two, they're going to send somebody out to you. They got a little clipboard and they'll come out to you. They know your time is valuable. How, how do and you say, well, I'm not sure about that. Well, be sure because look, there's store hours. They're open nine to six, not nine to five. They're open nine to six Monday through Friday. On Saturdays, they're open nine to two. I didn't say nine to noon. I said nine to two. They're giving up part of their weekend to make sure that you have an opportunity because they know so many people work a half a day on, on Saturday and need to get their prescriptions. So they're there till 2 o'clock. Uh, it's, it's just one of those type of businesses. It's Circle Drug, Doc Everett and the gang, waiting to see you today at 3211 Robinson Drive. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Nothing that says on Christmas Eve you can't make third and six. Only heard here. They're back. Throws the ball deep to the middle. Lamb at the five. All season. Stop. Spin. Dances in. Sunday afternoon. It's your Cowboys and the Washington Commanders. Live from FedEx Field. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys at the Commanders. Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Sam with Sam's Bar at Union Hall located in downtown Waco. This year we have some really fun festive Christmas decorations and Instagram worthy Christmas drinks. Like the Tipsy Cookie made with vanilla vodka and cookie butter. Or the Elf Moonshine made with Cadiva white chocolate liqueur, peppermint and vodka. And my personal favorite the absolute best espresso martini in town made with fresh pulled to order espresso with beans from be kind coffee it is out of this world merry christmas and happy new year from sam's bar at union hall in downtown waco my house has a new glow i love my windows universal windows direct with replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now call universal windows direct today when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years and they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months contact universal windows direct for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 don't forget to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct 
Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Start off your new year and shop the great selection of new cars, trucks, and SUVs at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the Start Something New sales event, get amazing deals on our entire selection of new Ram trucks, Dodge SUVs, Chrysler sedans, or a sporty Fiat. And, of course, if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, or SUV of your dreams and order it today. It's the Start Something New sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, 825, this is game time. Did I mention that we're going to be over at Fuzzy Tacos next Tuesday? Half-price tacos, breakfast tacos. I'm so excited. Yeah, and we'll be talking about the big big game, the national championship game. And eating tacos. Yeah, there you go. That'll be Tuesday. What's the address? I don't have the address in front of me. It's on Hewitt Drive. I know it's that. It's on Hewitt Drive, right next, in between uh, Chicken Chick and McAllister's. Oh. So it's not far. Um, I, I want to say it's like 1510 Hewitt Drive, but I could be wrong. But, yeah. You wrong? Really? I'm known to be wrong, Tom. Well, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna get Ryan to go to the Googles machine. The Googles. And see what what the address. What is the address? Fifteen oh nine. Look how many people would have got lost <laughs> if they would have went to fifteen ten. They would have seen fuzzies though. I was close. What a memory I have, Ward. I'm not that old. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. No, 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 no. Y'all are older than me. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That'd be Tuesday. Tuesday. They have a. They have great tacos. I'm looking forward to sampling. Said tacos during commercial breaks. (laughs) Watch me wolf down three. (laughs) Bingo. There you go. (laughs) That'd be fun. Uh, We'll we'll have some prizes and all kinds of fun stuff. Absolutely. Come 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 see us. Come join. What are you doing today? What sport are you doing today? 
Well, so I was on the Googles yesterday, and just out of curiosity, because Rod and I were talking yesterday, too, I Googled the most popular sports in the world. Uh-huh. Okay? So we know what number one is. I mean, that's it's a given. football. It's football. Soccer, yes. They have 3.5 billion fans. Football does? Soccer. Well, football and football. the other countries. Football. Football. Number two is cricket. I don't even no, know. No, that's it. a bug. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Steph. <laughs> well, yeah. 2.5 billion fans. And, um, of course, it originated in the 13th century. Well, sure it did. From where do you think? The UK. I'm going to say from grasshoppers. Well, yeah. Well, I didn't know that. I don't even know what cricket is. Wait a minute. What? I don't even know. what is cricket the thing with the mallet and the ball and you have to hit it through those little. You bounce wires. it in. It's a bounce it into it, what a net. It it's where baseball derivated from. Okay, but, that where the dudes are wearing the the white unis, mm-hmm. in, in those big pads. Yep, and, mm-hmm. yep. I got, a hard I'm gonna, wooden ball. Yeah, giant paddles for bats. And you're just trying to get it into. Well, I've never figured out how they get depends on. It depends on where you hit it, and if you can get from point A to point B, uh huh, back to point A again. Yeah. How many times you can do that? That seems a lot of thinking. I don't think I could play that game. Yeah, that A and B <laughs> thing will wear you out. <laughs> okay, number three, which kind of shocked me, was hockey. Ah. With two billion fans, of course, it orig- originated in Canada in the 18th century. No way. Canada? Mm-hmm. It's cold there. And I think about it. Ice, hockey. It's cold there. Well, hockey's on ice, so they have a lot of ice up there, so I could see... Came from there. <laughs> Anyways, number a four. A lot of ice? A lot of ice. Where's it's ice a, fishing on this list? It did not make the top ten. But this surprises me, but doesn't. Number four was tennis with the billion fans. And I thought tennis, like, started in England. It didn't. It started in France. Mm-hmm. I never knew. You see a, do you see a theme with all these sports? There's a ball involved and you oh, score. <laughs> European. No. Olympic well, sports. Oh. Most oh, of them. Yeah. Oh. That's why they're on the top of the list. I didn't think they're about played that. worldwide. Well, that makes sense. Okay, number five, volleyball. Now I thought volleyball mm-hmm. would Sand be in the top ten. Beach volleyball. They just said variations of volleyball, 900 million fans. It started in Massachusetts in 1895. Number six, this shocks me, table tennis. Again, Olympic sport. Mm -hmm. Forrest Gump was really good at table tennis. Yes, he was. (laughs) Yes, he was. All right. (laughs) Number seven, basketball with 800 million fans. Where was it it started? Springfield, Massachusetts in 1891. There you go. By Uh, who? Some dude. I, I know, think some, I think he was. How do you know a, it wasn't dude. a dude? No, if I remember right, because I read on the Googles, it was he was a PE teacher or coach from Canada in Massachusetts, and because it was cold outside, he wanted to keep the athletes busy, so he created basketball because it was indoors. Sounds good enough for me. Works for me. <laughs> okay. All right, right after basketball, number eight is baseball with 500 million fans. 
Number nine. Now, this is a shocker. And I don't think this one's in the Olympics, but correct me if I'm wrong. Rugby. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it. I'll, I don't think a, it it's is. It's not an Olympic sport. Baseball isn't either. It is now. They've I gone thought, back I, to I it. Thought they did go back to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Wasn't it at one time? Then, and they, then stopped, they took. Then they stopped. And then so, now they're back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was shocked about rugby, but I don't think it's in the Olympics. But um, they have 475 million fans. That's a rough sport. Have you ever played it, Ward? Yes. I've watched it. Man, people are crawling on your heads. Now, it's dangerous. I played, it, I played it very briefly <laughs> in the bar because it was a scrub. <laughs> the other part of the game, he didn't know anything about. He just knew about the scrum. I don't know. That is just like. I think look. rugby is in the Olympics. Really? It had to be in the Summer Olympics, right? I, I knew they had. They have a Rugby World yeah, Cup. It is yeah. in the Olympics. Wow. I didn't know that. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do not. Yeah. Okay, and number 10, of course, golf. It's a great game. For, to sleep? It's a great napping. No, it's a great participatory because you could play it your, in, your entire life. You could. You can play it all year round, too. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know how to golf. I think it's boring, but, you know. But 450 million fans golf has, and it started in the 15th century in Scotland. Hmm. Isn't that weird? What was his name? I don't know about right. him. Mr. Scotland. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Scotland. Top flight. Yeah. Top flight. Is that like top golf? <laughs> Anyways. On our CNC, and uh, I, I could not agree more, on our CNC Collision Center text line, she would have had folks looking on the wrong side of the street. 1509 is an odd number, and 1510 is an even number, and on the other side of the road. Man, what is going on with her? <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I, I was close. One number. Yeah. One number. But you yeah. can see it from the street. So, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, you were close. I mean, you had them in the same county. I mean, Hewitt <laughs> <laughs> Drive. I'm le- I am looking forward to All right. eating tacos. So, but there you go. Little college for you today. Favorite <sighs> sport on that list. My favorite sport on that list, probably baseball. Okay. Fair enough. We know Tom's is baseball. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And then uh, my next one would probably be soccer. Soccer? Yeah. It's a fast sport. It's a what? It can be a fast sport, running up and down the field, kicking each other in the shin. Boring. Or hockey, because they like they fight in hockey. Oh, that's like fast. It. Ward would rather watch. Cricket than soccer. I know. I'd rather watch paint dry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. That's an baseball. Olympic sport, isn't it? It is Watching now. paint dry. <laughs> You'd probably get a gold medal for that one. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, there is a bit of knowledge for you today. Hey, I want you to remember this. Yes. There's a great movie about it, too. Tom Morris. Tom Morris. Tom Morris. Okay. Go look him up. Okay. All right? All right. On the Googles. On the Googles. On the Googles. Okay. And then go sell something. Okay. All right. Uh, 834, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And, and again, we will be at uh, Fuzzy Tacos next Tuesday. 1510 Hewitt Drive. So come come out and see us. We'll be there 7 to 9. Broadcasting the uh, the, the good old morning show. So there you go. 
She'll be she'll do a book report on Tom Morris now for us tomorrow. Uh, all right, uh, eight thirty-five coming up. Uh, we'll talk some football and uh, we'll uh, we'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, we're joined now by WFAA TV Channel H Joe Trahan. It feels to me that there are certainly times when Keller just hits too cute. We have seen this offense at its best when they are mixing in Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. Zeke's hitting them right in the mouth. Pollard's hitting them on the perimeter and then Dak mixes in play action passing and when you get away from the formula that we have seen has been so successful this offense goes the wrong way game time weekdays at 7 a.m on espn central texas have you ever been stranded on the side of the road the next time it happens call big boys record service to get you and your ride where you need to be you can count on big boys record service to help you with roadside assistance such as when your vehicle won't start you've locked yourself out of your vehicle or when you're stuck in the mud no job is too big or too small they do it all family owned and operated since 1984 big boys record service call 254-662-3031 and remember slow down or move over okay so what's the most important part about your house no it's not that bar or even the man cave think about it the most important thing is your roof it has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best mcadams and sons roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset experienced professionals using only the best materials so for new construction re-roofs repairs or remodels for composition and metal roofs think mcadams and sons roofing first and now mcadams and sons roofing are installing seamless gutters they're insured and an a-plus rating on the bbb mcadams and sons roofing will come out take a look at your roof and handle all the insurance process for you don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground perfect for light duty on the farm or work site and you can't run a festival without golf cart oh yeah and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf too there's lots of reasons to own a golf cart but only one best place to buy one mission golf cars in waco off highway 6 at bagby has the largest selection of easy go golf carts for sale rent lease or repairs in central texas check us out online at missiongolfcars.com and remember at mission golf cars quality always comes standard ESPN Central Texas is taking the morning show on the road. Come join ESPN Central Texas game time with Tom Barfield, Ward Weins, and Ryan Fox, and Stephanie from Sales as we'll broadcast live at 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Tuesday, January 10th at Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt. Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt will be opening at 7 a.m. every day starting Monday, January 9th. Stop in and say hello to game time and get a breakfast taco at half price. That's right, half price for the breakfast taco. Fuzzy's Taco Shop with game time in Hewitt, located at 1509 Hewitt Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The NFL has announced that the Bengals Buffalo game will not be resumed this week. Meanwhile, Bill's safety, Damar Hamlin, remains sedated and in critical condition in a Cincinnati hospital. Number 23, Baylor picked up a good road win with an 81 70 victory over number 17, Oklahoma. Scott Drew's 19th ranked Bears hosts 17th ranked TCU tonight at 8 o'clock. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas beginning with the pregame at 7 30. 
The eighth-ranked MCC Highlassies beat Midland 67-41. Bill Brock's bunch now has won 10 in a row and will travel to Panola on Saturday. The MCC men, meanwhile, are at LSU Eunice this afternoon for their final non-conference game before going to Hill next week to begin league action. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. Eight thirty nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. All right, from our CNC Collision Center text line, Happy New Year, gentlemen. Didn't Michigan just blast OSU, meaning Ohio State, and now we have a team that beat Michigan. It was close, but not a nail biter. Uh, a, a give me TCU plus thirteen any day of the week. I I don't know. Maybe maybe Georgia does win by thirteen, but. I think I would take some of that action too. I just, I just do. Uh, I don't know. Hey, do you? Yeah, see- I don't either. I mean that—that's the key word. I don't. I don't know. They got there with an undefeated season. Mm-hmm. I just maybe Georgia, and we've said it all year. Georgia's clear cut the the best team in the country, and I do believe that. But are they two touchdowns better? than the second-best team in the country? I don't know that TCU is the second-best team in the country. They are because they're there, but overall, I don't know that they are. Okay, and and let's talk about that for just a second. How else do you measure who's the best and who's the second-best and who you play? Well, I, I get that. But, I mean, if you line them up against so-and-so, are they going to win – the eye contest? Them. Yeah. I don't no, know. They're not. Probably not. No, they're not. Did he, but, I think the second best team in the country right now, to me, is still Alabama. Could be. Sorry, but they are. Didn't get there. No, they didn't. But that doesn't mean they're not a damn good football team. No, I I, I don't disagree, I disagree because they took Kansas State after dropping, falling behind 10 to nothing. Mm-hmm. They took Kansas State to the woodshed. I think it was like a 45 to 3 run. Yeah. Ooh. They made them look silly. Yes. It was a bad deal. It was a bad deal. But they lined up. I mean, everybody had the same opportunity when the season began. And I get it. That's why I want a larger pool. And yeah, you're getting it. A larger bracket. You're getting it. And here's here's my thought on that. You're going to ha- – because you just, you just said, okay, you think Alabama. When we get to 12, of course, I'd like to see 16, but when we get to 12, I don't think there's anybody that could say, look, the best teams in the country aren't in that pool of 12. I mean, when you go 12 deep, the 13th best team is not going to win the national championship. Probably not. So you're going to you, so have the best teams who performed the best that, that, that particular season in that pool of 12. I don't think we always get it in the in the pool of four. In fact, I know we didn't. No, we didn't. But it, okay, so you're saying okay, Alabama played really well at the end of the year. They deserve to be there in that pool of know. twelve. I mean, I don't know that they deserve to be there, but I do think that they're a really good football team. I and agree. If, if you lined up Georgia against them, would Georgia beat them every time? No. If you lined up TCU against them, would TCU beat them every time? No. 
I just don't think so. I mean, I, I think that they're that good. I think Ohio State is good. I think Michigan is good. But all those teams you mentioned will be in that field of 12. Yes, And they have will. an opportunity to prove it. And, and they won't win it every year. They but just won't. No. And that's going to be the beauty of this thing. Exactly right. You're, you're going to have – but to say, okay – they stubbed their toll in September, and man, even though they're the, one of the best teams in the country, they didn't get in. Well, they're going to get in now. Right. They're going to get in. That's the beauty of it. Right. The 12 best teams in the country, maybe not the 12 best teams in the country, but I guarantee you the two best teams in the country are going to be in that field of 12. The two teams that you want to see play for a championship are going to be in that field of 12. But now, I also want to see, way- see somebody that gets hot and makes a run in that tournament. And you will. I don't think there's any doubt. And and so they're the best team that year. I don't think there's any doubt. Or or they are the team that's playing the best at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, quite frankly, isn't that what every championship's about? Should be. I mean, when you look at when you look at high school, is it the best team in the state or is it the team that's playing the best in that 6-week playoff run in high school football? Mm-hmm. You know, that's Again, we said it at the top of the show. You're going to play the regular season to get to the party, and then once the party begins, let it all hang out and go see who's playing the best at the end of the year, and then that's going to be your champion. I don't think we ever got to that point completely with a field of four. With a field of 12, we probably will. If they would go to 16, I think there's there's no question it would be – that'd be such a huge event. But we'll never I, – I, I say never. We may one day get there. I think, look, if this thing works really well, which I think it will, I think eyes will open and they'll go, hey, look, if we're making X, couldn't we make XYZ with 16? I mean, will it continue to grow just like the basketball tournaments continue to grow? Wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm I'm a little bit over the basketball. Now they're reaching. At 68? I I don't need to play in games. I don't argue with you. But those playing games are for Money. George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what those games are about. I, don't, I just don't need those. So, no, I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you. I mean, they're fun to kind of kick the thing off. They're, you know, once upon a time, that basketball tournament was 32 teams. Now mm-hmm. it's 68. Will the football tournament grow? I think it will. Maybe. I think if you if you have a vision and and you see what 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 the true you know what what the, I think this bowl season helped it more than anything else because this year for the first time in quite a while a large percentage of the bowl games were competitive. Yes. And that that helps the moniker because what are they going to do with the playoffs? Well, they're going to try to turn these bowl games into playoff games. Well, they will. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- th- I don't think there's any doubt they will. They've already and, and done it. That's that's going to help the fact that it's been competitive through bowl season. That gives you just that much more meat on the bone to mm-hmm. say, hey, we can expand this. The only fear you have, and I don't know that it's that big a deal, is when you do that, the bowls, the bowl games early that are not – associated with the playoffs do they lose a little no I don't think so because teams are playing they're playing just like they were playing they're they're basically an exhibition at the end of the season and that's what they are 
I mean, there, there's no, hey, we're going here. If you win it, nothing happens. If you lose it, nothing happens. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, Jerry says, what? Uh, every sport at every level has a true playoff system except the FBS. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, and let's see. Here's another one. What happens if TCU beats Georgia? What happens? They get to bring on the trophy. They do. The hardware is coming to forward. That's what happens. Uh, I still don't think it changes the narrative on the Big 12. Sorry. Nope. You just think it's a, a one-off type deal? Well, I just, I mean, I think, hey, you, you played great. You deserve this. You're the national champions. But is it going to change the SEC's view on the Big 12? No. It's not. Do we care what the SEC thinks? I mean, I I don't know that we do, but I it, it does not change the national perspective of the Big 12 overall. I, and I'm, I'm not going to disagree Top with you, bottom. but I'm not going to agree with you. I, th- I, think, I think we'll have to sit back and, and take a look and see what time tells us uh, about that. It, it could, you could be 100% correct. Everybody just goes, eh, it's just one of those deals. Just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do it repeatedly. You're going to have to be in the party multiple times for us to. That's, or, and that's a possibility. Or people are going to look and go, you know what? Maybe I overlooked that league a little bit. I, I don't know. I, I think time would tell us about that. Uh, Eight forty-eight, a dozen minutes away from uh, uh, from nine o'clock. Again, Greeny's coming up at nine, and uh, John Morris is here at three. Matt Mosley's at four. John's going to have. John Denton from the TCU broadcast team on the uh, on the broadcast. Who's retiring, by the way? Yes, and he's he's actually going into a different different division of the athletic department. Uh, and he was been a part of that broadcast. Oh my goodness, for a long time. Yeah, a long time. That's a great job. He was a quarterback at TCU. Now, see, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. How about that? All right, eight forty nine. We're right back for more in just a moment. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women stay on the road in Big 12 play, headed to Lawrence to play the Jayhawks this Saturday. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor Women's Basketball, Derek Smith on 104.9 FM. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble. You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate. Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born it. Anyway, why are we here? To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. Do I have to be happy in the cold? No, you don't have Fix to. Fixitjimmy.com. Just call us. She'll make me show up. I wear my polar bear suit. 254-235-4922. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy new year. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The NFL has announced that the Bengals-Buffalo game will not be resumed this week. Meanwhile, Bill's safety DeMar Hamlin remains sedated and in critical condition in a Cincinnati hospital. Number 23, Baylor picked up a good road win with an 81-70 victory over number 17, Oklahoma. Scott Drew's 19th-ranked Bears hosts 17th-ranked TCU tonight at 8 o'clock. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas beginning with the pregame at 7.30. The eighth-ranked MCC Highlassies beat Midland 67-41. Bill Brock's bunch now has won 10 in a row and will travel to Panola on Saturday. The MCC men, meanwhile, are at LSU Eunice this afternoon for their final non-conference game before going to Hill next week to begin league action. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, it's 853. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. And we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Our CNC Collision Center text line. One more quick one here. And it says, good morning, guys. I have a question. If TCU wins the national championship, what, what are the chances of them moving to another conference? And that zero. would be zero. They're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Uh, so no, that, that wouldn't happen. I appreciate it, Tori. Thank you. And again, uh, anything that you guys want to uh, jump into the uh, CNC collision center text line, always available for you at two, five, four, six, six, two, 1660, two, five, four, six, six, two, Uh, and don't forget, uh, you could check out all of the shows on the podcast. That's at syntax sportsfan.com syntax John Morris is coming up at 3. Matt Mosley will be here at 4. And uh, we're back with you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m.
And we'll continue. I guess we're going to continue with this heat wave. You like you like the weather? No. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in, just to, just because. Mm. Now it is a little cooler today than it was the first couple of days of the week, and I do think we have cooler weather coming towards the end of the week, right? I mean, have you looked? Yeah, not really. No. I mean, it's cooler than it has been, but it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not where it needs to be. Tomorrow's high is just 65, not 80. <laughs> 65. In January. So you watch you watch Easter. We'll have snow on the ground. It just write it down. All right, we got to get out of here. Thanks I hope for you're uh, right. Huh? I hope you're right. For Easter? That's springtime. No, we want the we want the flowers blooming. Getting ready for the Masters what golf is tournament. Easter? Is it in April this it's year? It's April, yeah. I believe. Isn't it? It pretty much, well. No, you're right. Sometimes it can be March, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, but I still it's still springtime. I want the I want the cold gone by then. You can have January, you can have February. Uh, but March when it starts to roll into March, it's time to start warming up. So anyway, we got to oh, go Sunday, April the ninth. April the ninth. Mark it down on your calendar. How about Easter that? Sunday. Easter on my birthday. Is it really? Mm-hmm. 21. That's good. Yeah. 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 Can't wait. <laughs> 21 times. Uh, okay, we're out. We'll Stop see. Stop it. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.